Snap UK podcast, your one-stop shop for all your news, views and NFL opinions on this side of the pond. And congratulations to someone for not cocking up the intro. Tonight with me at the table, I have Gary. Say hello. Hello. John. Say hello, John. Hello. <laughs> John is uh, what they call behind the glass producing this evening. Not all over the glass. That's disgusting. Jim, say hello. Hello. And finally, for a first appearance in quite a while, it's fourth and inches. Oh, hey, everyone. <laughs> and, and by no means was he the person I was referring to in the intro. Thanks for being mature. Uh, I say he's here live and in person. He is, but we have had to come to his house. Uh, noticeable by everyone. Especially because I didn't know where it was. It didn't help, did it? No. <clears throat> so, now we're here at Shez Farrow. It's uh, time to get into the week of NFL kickoff. Uh, today on the show, we'll be talking about our fantasy football draft and how well or otherwise we think we did. Here's a hint. It's another four months of misery for me. Uh, we'll also be discussing what we're looking forward to the most and what we're least excited about for the forthcoming NFL season. There is uh, quite a lot to cover in the news, so I suggest we get straight into that and I shall throw out the first topic for discussion. The Ravens running back situation, which has taken a tumble off a cliff today with the news that Justice Hill is the second of their running backs out for the season and that Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Foreman are being given trials today. Is that Devonta Freeman or Deonta Foreman? Oh, no, you're quite right. Sorry, Freeman. Not Deonta Foreman. He was really rubbish. Yeah, he was <laughs> De- terrible. Devonta Freeman. Um, I suspect Bell should win that. Let's not forget, before the playoffs last year, in six games for the Chiefs, he was actually quite effective. He picked you, you, up nearly 300 yards and three or yeah. four touchdowns. You'd think Bell would beat him out, wouldn't you? I mean, to be honest, it's amazing what any running back can do behind a fantastic O-line. It does help, yeah. I mean, that O-line turned out to be less fantastic in the Super Bowl once they were all injured, but uh, let's not mention that too often because it wasn't at all And, and when you've got the best quarterback in the league at doing handoffs or hiding non-handoffs, really yeah. option, he's the best in the league at it, isn't he? I, I would be surprised if Le'Veon Bell doesn't get signed by the Ravens as long as his wage demands aren't ridiculous. I mean, but he's, so, no then. But we've mentioned last... Well, I didn't... You guys mentioned last week he's been humbled. We hope. We hope he's been humbled. I'm not sure anything humbles a person like that. I just don't believe it. I'm not sure he can change who he is. But I think the thing is, even if his character isn't great, these teams are in win now, aren't they? Especially like the Ravens, and they take a punt. If you know, if he's if he's not that great, you pay him what three and a half million, couple guaranteed. If he turns out to be an arsehole, just cut him, didn't you? Well, there's an opportunity for him to stick it to the Steelers. I was about to say that. It's, that, the, it's the absolute key motivation to the, the Steelers in terms of their signing for their biggest rivals. Yeah, I agree. I think that might be the thing. I, I would be surprised if he doesn't win this little tryout and, and get signed because they're, they're basically at Gus the Bus Edwards and, and then you, I think, Paul, might be next up. No, Kenneth, Fa- Kenneth Farrow. Get Kenneth way. Farrow, yeah. Uh, so... Well, currently second on the depth chart is Tyson Williams. That's Tyson Williams. With an apostrophe in the middle after uh, the one y. of those, one of those ones. Tasson, Tasson, Tyson, definitely Tasson. We'll go Tasson then. Tasson Williams. It's almost like his mum's here. <laughs> um, so yeah, you'd expect Le'Veon Bell to kind of. If he turns up because his dinner's ready, I'm going to be. <laughs> Talk, talking about Tyson, actually, I saw he was apparently he's too scared to fight Holyfield, and that's a bit left field. But I saw that in the news today. Too scared to fight Holyfield. Apparently so. He thinks Holyfield will now knock him out. Now he's 58. Is he 58? Holyfield's taking the place of Oscar De La Hoya this, this week or next week. 
because he's obviously had COVID and yeah, they talked to him about Tyson in the end. Apparently Tyson's too scared. I'd also be scared to fight him. I would be as well. Yeah. Um, before we came on, we had a brief discussion about the, mentioning the Steelers, the contract situation with TJ Watt, which appears to be getting slightly out of hand in that the player isn't happy and the, and the team don't want to budge on, on, the, on his contract. This is, this is key, right? The Steelers' defence is what kept them in the hunt last year when uh, Big Ben fell off a cliff. And it's going to have to be the same again, right? Their, their defence needs to be a top five performing unit, right? Yeah. No, they've got Dwayne Haskins now where everything's fine. <laughs> mm. Isn't so, <yeah>. it? <laughs> he's still third on the depth chart, though, isn't he? He is third on the depth chart, yeah. Also, he's third on the depth chart. <laughs> <laughs> For our Irish viewers. Yeah. <laughs> for listeners. Um, yeah, I mean, disappointing that uh, a player like that is perhaps not being rewarded the way he feels, but they they all have massive contracts. I sometimes think, why kick up a fuss right before the start of the season? Because he wants a new contract and he wants to hold it over the Steelers for the, for the entire league. Because the agent who gets paid lots of money to tell him how to get the most money is telling him to do that. Yeah. Agents get paid so much money to cause trouble. percentages. I do, but he's in a, he is in a position of power at the moment. I mean, they, they let Bud Dupree go in the off-season. They signed Melvin Ingram, who's, you know, he's only going to be there for a year. He's old already. You need a pass rusher, a good, a good pass rusher. Every team needs that, and he is probably the best edge rusher in the league at the moment, based on form. So he's absolutely in his rights to kind of demand a contract and to demand top wage. Like, it, I... What is his current contract? I have no his idea. His current base salary is ten point zero eight nine million. Oh, which is like, uh, he, he needs more money. My heart bleeds. But uh, is that still his rookie contract? I'm not sure. I yeah. guess so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if he's coming to the end of that, he's he's going to be wanting to get paid the highest amount for for a defender in in the league, and he probably he will get probably it. deserves it. Yeah. Um. So I think it's a bit. But why does it have to be contentious? Why can it not be? You know. Because if it's not contentious, then you know the Steelers will just do what the Steelers do. The Steelers are a really good run organization. They always have been. So so Joey Bosa's the top average earner, twenty seven million. And Miles Garrett, twenty five million. So it he's quite a long way down the list. Yeah, exactly. So um, he's he's gonna be wanting you know, how much cap room do the Steelers have? Not that Matt, Matt much. Judon's on thirteen million. Whitney Merciless. Quality players. Whitney yeah. Merciless. Shaq Lawson's on ten million as well. Well, yeah, and he, uh, all these players, I would suggest TJ well, Watt is as good or actually going, better. Well, than going that, into twenty twenty two, the, the Steelers are predicted to have about eighty three million in cap space. They're not expecting because they're not expecting Ben Roethlisberger. Just pay the man. So yeah, pay. I say paying because you're gonna you're gonna be riding with an in, inexperienced or shit quarterback. <laughs> well, so until, until, until they work out yeah. where their next quarterback is, they have cap space, don't so, they? So yeah, exactly. Even even if you're paying a, a quarterback thirty million, you've still got the, the space to pay him. So it's inevitable he will get signed. Yeah. And this is what I mean. Why make such a big song and dance about it now when you know you're going to get signed? They're not going to let him leave. Well, he knows he's going to get signed, but this, this is just drumming it up so he gets more. He gets more money. He, he wants it to be public. The Steelers don't want it to be public. Imagine if you did that in your job. You get the biggest F off. <laughs> oh, but they've got Rudolph the red face mistake behind yeah. him. <laughs> Do you remember that time he got beaten with his own helmet? <laughs> I mean, we couldn't laugh, but it was funny. I watched it back the other day. I didn't it make was the <laughs> How embarrassing. Nothing you want to see on a sports field. No. But you do. But it was funny. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I watched that, and then I also watched a little bit of an old hard knocks with... Uh, with the Texans, and it was DeAndre Hopkins against, I believe it was D'Angelo Hall, 
who'd been mocking him through practice, and then Hopkins put such a move on him that D'Angelo Hall bust his knee and just fell over in a heap. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, go and look it up from 2015 Hard Knocks. It was very funny. Um, okay, uh, moving on from TJ Watt, let's go to another person with... Uh, can, can I just check? I, I know one of the things I've really liked, because I listen every week. You know, Good, yeah. Because John, John makes me. Yeah, um, as he should. If you were the Steelers, yeah. can I just get a vote? Would you pay the man? Yes. 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 Good. Gary? Gary's abstaining. Oh, yeah, it was... He didn't, think, he didn't think that vote, was it? He didn't think it was No, but it's just it's interesting to see, it is, would you do something else if you were them? Or would no, you just it's inevitable, and that's why it frustrates me that they're kicking up. Well, the, the trade capital's really low, isn't it? Because he's on a short contract, so it's not like you're trading him to someone and going, this is your edge you rusher for the future. They, they could franchise tag and trade him. They could, but that would be silly. It would cost a lot. It's the same all the time. Like, Joey Bosa, uh, he... Uh, Donald, they all, instead of with their rookie contracts holding out in year one, they hold out in year five. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. I don't know. I find it one of those things that it's just an unnecessary distraction on the eve of football. Anyway, as I was saying, moving on to someone else with two initials for a first name, KJ Wright signs for the Raiders. He has been in the NFL top 100 free agents all offseason. He was like number 40. And this is a great signing for the Raiders. They need to improve their defence, right? Yeah. So, but. I don't know why he's been out there so long. I don't know if he's a problem player, but this is a good signing for them. Yeah, but you've bought a lock for the open barn door. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've missed you, Paul. <laughs> I thought I thought that, I thought it was a bigger signing than that. Clearly, I've been uh, put in my place. No, but it's mopping up the ocean with a sponge, isn't it? He, he's a great player, but he's going to a third organisation. Yeah, it seems that way. And at this point in the season as well. Like, you're about to start the season. He's got, what, a week to settle in, learn the playbook, learn the players he's playing with. And at this point of his career, because the Seahawks didn't bring him back, did they? No, they didn't. He's been around a while. Yeah. Was he 29? 31. I always ask the question of, if he was that good, mm. I don't know, I think he's a great player. He has been historically, but if he was that good, why hasn't a team signed him already? Linebackers struggle to get past 32, 33, don't they? He is 32, sorry. He, he yeah. has complained that he couldn't believe he was on the open market for so long. I think it's a great signing same, for the Raiders. Same thing happened with Eric Reid, though, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, but the Raiders need leadership in their, in their defence. I think he will provide that. I am surprised he that is, he's been there that long. To be fair, you're right. He's better than anyone else they've got at linebacker. So, so are you. Well, yeah. And you can't move anymore. I know. I'd actually struggle to name one of their linebackers. Naseeb? KJ Wright? Naseeb's oh. at end. Is he at yeah. end, is he? <laughs> I mean... Anyone? No? Okay, moving on. Um, T-Mobile, named as the starter officially for the Texans. So Deshaun Watson will stay on the 53-man squad, but will not be the starting quarterback for the Texans. It's, uh, it's an easy way to earn a lot of money. It's it's Well, he's going to lose a lot of money. It's, it's the Tarod show. But this is Deshaun Watson with a question mark. Deshaun Watson? That's what it's going to be until something happens. And there's going to be... I don't see the point. Just... just do something. I think it's a lack of leadership from the league. It, it I, is. I think it's disgraceful. The, the team shouldn't be put in this position. I, I, I think it's a bit of a punishment for the Texans just for being so bad and messing <laughs> things up so badly that the NFL have gone, fuck you, sort it out. I would, I'm not sure that's out. the unbiased way that people should uh, I would be run organisations. to know whether the Texans have asked the league for advice. What do you want us to do? Because if the league haven't responded, 
and given a definitive answer, I think that's poor. You know, but if the Texans haven't asked, I think that's on them. Griff, that's that's a that's a really sensible suggestion, and that's exactly why the Texans haven't done it because it's a sensible suggestion. Yeah, it is painful. Uh, I, I, this is a, this is a, a company, an existence of business that made Bill O'Brien head coach and GM, <laughs> and yeah. then signed off on that on all those trades. So we're going to give away our future for a left tackle. Oh, he doesn't need any other O line. No, we'll just run all our plays to the left and pray for the best. So we'll <laughs> give away our best wide receiver for a second round pick and a dodgy running back. Aren't they letting a chaplain make all the decisions as well now? Yeah, that Nick. No, no, Tom. Well, they're literally just praying. His name, praying for his the name best. Has now completely escaped. Casario. Yeah, Nick Casario. No, he's actually the. Um, he's the GM. He's the GM. Oh, that feels so unprofessional. I mean, Jack this, Easterby. Jack Easterby. Christ, the name went completely out This of my is head. such a nothing organisation. It's, uh, it's, forgiv- it's forgettable. Yeah, but the problem is, this organisation effectively, it, over a period of time, became a replacement for the much-storied Houston Oilers. And they were a great organisation. Really well run. Bud Adams ran that for 40 years. Yeah. And this, the Texans go through two or three years of being really competitive, like they have been with Watson, even though they've got flaws. And then they just go off a cliff like the Lions and the Browns and teams like this and they just go in this cycle all the time I don't know I think this is the biggest cliff they've ever been off it does feel that way somebody needs to make a decision it's an embarrassing story to carry into the season we've moved on from these things but we had the Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson incidents in the same season and it was like instant justice Ruben Foster Kareem Hunt the Ray Ray Rice was different yeah Ray Rice there was a video doing But there wasn't for Peterson. There wasn't twenty people though, was there? Like when you know, when you no. go through some of these other things, uh, I think the league should have done something. So do I. I, I think you are I, right. I would hate to, to say that stock phrase of "no smoke without fire," but even if he's done this to one person and everybody else is just tagging along, they still need to do something because you've got to set an example. If nothing else, they can uh, they can apologise in the future if it turns out they were wrong, but you can't apologise to all these people. If you don't stop him playing, or you don't take him off a roster, you, you mentioned kind of other indiscretions, shall we say, that, that have happened to NFL personnel. That there, there are others as well. You know, Robert Kraft got slapped with a fine for <laughs> getting up to Naughties in Miami. Tom Brady with Deflate Gate and, and Spy Gate. You know, getting up to Naughties. Getting up to Naughties. You don't get any anymore, do you, Jim? No, I don't. Um, it seems like, yeah, very often that. I mean, but there's levels. I know, yeah. There's, 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 I'm getting, saying. there's put, allegedly <laughs> getting wanked off in a massage pub. Yeah. Massage pub. <laughs> finish. Right? It seems and that the NFL, the, NFL are, <laughs> the NFL are quick to act on a lot of different things, but they've been really slow to act on this, and I don't understand why. I, I agree with you. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to make that clear. I agree so with even you. Totally. Like, even things like when, when Zeke was, was being suspended. They were. They went. They did their own investigation alongside the official kind of you know, police investigation. But the NFL have done nothing here, and I don't know what they're waiting for. <laughs> well, I mean that that yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're getting up to naughties. Well, I I don't even know what to say, but I'm so glad you're back. Or do you think you think Deshaun Watson might have just invited Roger Goodell over to give him a massage? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is the, the NFL have. I think they've bungled it. Yeah, again, because they do. It's yeah. almost like they're too unwieldy and they just don't want to make a decision. But I think also it's, it's the press that comes with it. The press of not doing anything is sometimes better than the press of attacking it head on because you get the people who will say, you've done this and he hasn't, there hasn't been an actual formal trial yet. You get the people, it's sometimes just doing nothing is better. 
I'm not saying what's right or what's wrong, but no, that, I but think that's what they're doing. There are avenues they could go down in terms of like you know putting him on the on the suspension list. It's not saying he's guilty. It's not saying he's not guilty. It's just saying let's kind of at the moment we don't know. We don't know what what the issue is, so we're going to put you aside for a minute. Let let you figure that out with the legal authorities, then come back and we'll figure it out. So just yeah. to double check, so we can wrap this up and move on because it's distasteful. If you are accused of sexually assaulting 20 plus women the league will do nothing but if you get wanked off in a massage parlor you get fine absolutely the NFL I hate which, the Patriots I know which one I'm going for <laughs> <laughs> right anyway I wanted to talk about to Rod we seem to have glazed over the fact <laughs> do they have a hope in hell of getting some success with him as a starting quarterback no, no. he's been a starting quarterback in some bad teams and done alright yes agreed and even this none team is worse not as bad as this this team is so this bad this team has nothing if he goes to the left, he'll be fine. <laughs> the entire playbook goes left. <laughs> You're saying the playbook opens the other way and all the players are just on the left-hand He's plate. a left-handed quarterback. It's true. It, it's, it's, it, there's a plan. Match made in heaven, yeah? Exactly. exactly. Fate. I would love to see him succeed, but probably just not with the Texans. Okay, um... I wanted to have a quick talk back to the Raiders. Uh, they released Tanner Muse today. Does anyone know who he is? I like that they wished him happy birthday and then released him <laughs> on the same day. <laughs> That's he, just he was spiteful. A, a he was a third-round pick. pick. He was a linebacker. Last year. Yeah. And he didn't play last year because of, you know, injuries and then COVID or whatever. But that's the second third-round pick in a row that's never played a snap for the Raiders. Mayock and Gruden have done nothing good for this organisation, I would suggest. Josh Jacobs is good. Yeah, but he's not he's not league defining good, is he? He's just he's just you've you've landed on a running back who can catch the ball as we, well. We don't know how much effort they put in to help him pack everything up when they you know, when they moved across the country. <laughs> you know, they might have been there putting the pads in the bags and I've got no idea, but what, what I'm that's about is it. we discussed last week coaches that you know, who we thought would be first fired. I don't understand how Gruden and Mayock, one or the other or both, I, I understand the contract situation, but I don't understand how there isn't more discussion of the fact that they are failing. Because of that contract situation. Yeah, but you can still talk about people failing. Yeah, but it's hard. They're in a division with the best team of the last three years. Yeah, but you can still get in the playoffs Plus, in the second spot. How many people in the media does he know? How many well, of them are his mate? Yeah. So how many of them want to go after Gruden? No, and I think there is a lot of goodwill towards Gruden, and, and that's fine. Like, he's earned it in the past, but his successes are so long ago, like 20 years ago. Is, is Mike McCarthy getting as much stick in the I US as he is over here? Well, I don't know if he's getting in the US or not there. But. I just wonder, because he, he won the Super Bowl, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think sometimes it, it buys them a lot and a lot of time. But Mike McCarthy's Super Bowl was what, eight years after after Gruden. Gruden's success was so far back that I don't understand why he's still seen as this genius. But what, what have you seen in the last three years out of the Raiders that you couldn't have achieved with most coaches? Do you remember Jack Del Rio? He won like 12 games as the head coach of the Raiders. Yeah, but... Th- th- I th- what is it? Th- one, one, one winning season in 20 for the, the Raiders. Yeah, they've mainly been eight and eight or yeah. nine. COVID has nine. bought him another year. COVID bought him another year. Okay. This is it. If they don't make the playoffs this season, then he's then the seat is warmer, but his contract won't get. I rid think of Gruden will say. I think Mike Mayock might be in the hot seat. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure how much say Mayock actually has. Gruden's got all the power. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I don't know. It frustrates me because I think the league benefits when the Raiders are a more competitive team, 
it's like when Ferrari aren't any good in Formula One. It takes oh, I'm something fine away. With that. Yeah, uh, but I think comparing the Raiders to Ferrari, it, I'm just saying that's just like a bad reference. Like maybe if you'd have gone with Hyundai or something to the Raiders, just the, the Raiders. Ra- well, they're just All right. like they were Williams. good at one point, but they right. just you know. I'm going to make a comparison that might please Gary. That I think uh, Gruden is the NFL's version of Steve Bruce. The NFL's version of Steve Bruce. Gary, you got anything to say on that? Well, yeah. Gruden's yeah. won something. Seems fair, does it? Yeah, yeah Gruden has won, but it was a long just time ago. Bang average. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. It just it frustrates me that there seems to be so little talk about their lack of success. Don't forget, Derek Carr was actually very good last year. He really was. I think it's it's a difficult it's a difficult division. They replaced Nelson Aguilar, their number one receiver, with John Brown, and then cut him. There's clearly a plan. <laughs> clearly, he but says. They've, I think COVID's bought another year for everyone involved there. Yeah, probably. And also, they've just moved to Las Vegas, really, haven't they? And? But you can't... They've built a kind of a stage show around Allegiant Stadium, John Gruden. Face of your franchise should never be John Gruden. It needs to be your quarterback or your running back. It can't be some old guy who hasn't won anything since 2002. Can't be. Terrible. What a terrible organisation. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, cue all the nodding at the I, table. I, I agree with you. Yeah, uh, if I'd put wild cheering in place I didn't, if I had a soundboard. I, I didn't realise how angry it made me, but you know, it just I don't know, it just frustrates me that it's not talked about more. Right, we're gonna move on from the news unless anybody's got anything else they need to throw in. Anyone? Uh 49ers start signed Josh Norman at court. Work, yeah, that is that worthwhile is, news, is what I meant. Is not some washed news. up cornerback. Thirty three, isn't he? I I don't mind this because it's experience. It's experience in the secondary. But what actually does piss me off is the fact that the the four starting secondary players for the Forty Nine ers had had their shirt numbers one, two, three, and four, and now they're going to bring someone out. So what? Now you've brought him up. Then what's happening with Richard Sherman? Still Nothing. just sat there, sat isn't he? There. It's like for like, you need somebody old who can get torched in the secondary. <laughs> so Sherman's gone, you bring Norman in. That's part of the game plan. Imagine if they both make the field at the same time. That is a slow-ass pair of cornerbacks. <laughs> get both torched on both sides of the field then. Right, moving on. I was discussing this with Paul this morning. Uh, things we're excited about, things we're less excited about, or as we've referred to it, Cleveland Frowns and the Woo England Yatriots. That was Paul's actual best effort this morning. Better than anything. I can't, I can't even. Is that think. before or after coffee? I was taking a shit at that. <laughs> so after. I wanted to call it <laughs> the Buffalo Thrills, but you know, whatever. We go. Paul. Paul gets the final say on these things. So I does asked, it have to be from the AFC or we have the NFC? That's just as far. The, as the as NFC as don't have as much fun in their names. <laughs> I've got nothing. Um, Basically, I'm going to go around the table. And, and, and John, if you want to join in, grab a microphone. But currently, he's miles away. Um, he's looking at porn. And I want to know something that you're not looking forward to and then something that you are looking forward to about the new season. You can take this in whichever direction you like. I really don't mind. Uh, would anyone like to volunteer to go first with their Cleveland frown? You've already, we've already talked enough about one of mine, which was the ongoing clusterfuck of the Texans. Okay, so well, we'll maybe, skip that. Maybe not you then. Paul, have you got one for us? I'd actually like to start with something positive. Go, go, something positive. Right, a Woo England Yatriot. I've been, I'm really looking forward to the rookie wideout class this year. Okay. Vonta Smith, Jalen Waddle. Therese Marshall. Yep. 
who I got mocked for mercilessly. Whitney mercilessly. Yeah, but who's looked fantastic in pre-season. I've seen amazing things coming out of in the press around Elijah Moore at the Jets. Jamar Chase. Jamar can't Chase, ca- Can't yeah. catch a ball, but it will be good. I think there's... Last year, when you see people like Justin Jefferson, the as an example, there's wideouts who can come into the league and acclimatise very, very quickly. DK Metcalf's an example a few yep. years back. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing the wideout class of this year's draft. Yeah, it's a fair point. I mean, there's a lot of star players come in. It'll be interesting to see which one of them is in the best situation. I would say Tua with Waddle and Jalen Hurts with Smith. They are not necessarily two quarterbacks that you would want in the NFL to throw you open, to give you space to move. So I just wonder what, you know, is Jamar Chase basically in the best position? Because Burrow to Chase is a pretty existing connection and I would say of the three quarterbacks we just mentioned, Burrow is easily the best. I think to Smith is an existing combination. Yeah. I think um, where you've got Parker in Miami, I think that helps. Tua's second year, which which helps. Yeah. And, and, he, and he got better as the season went on. He's had a full preseason injury. The hip injury, they're saying, is definitely not a problem yep. anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, the fact he's small and left-handed, there's still, you know, some people that aren't sure about that. But we'll... We'll wait and see. This is, you know, a big year for Tua. So, I think I think the fact that he's played with him before, uh, your, your point around the left-handedness, it does make a difference. I remember reading about when Steve Young took over from Joe Montana. Um, Jerry Rice, I almost forgot his name there. Uh, Jerry Rice was, he was moaning. It, it, there was a massive difference between a, a quarterback with a right hand and a quarterback throwing you with a left hand. It, it changes everything in terms of catching the ball. So the fact that Waddle has played with Tua before and the fact that he has got Devontae Parker and Will Fuller there for support and a good tight end, as well, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that will make a big difference. Um, I agree with you, Paul. Elijah Moore has got loads of good press coming out of the New York Jets. I just worry the fact that it's coming out of the New York Jets. <laughs> Wilson's look good as well, to be honest. There's, there's a couple... Like, I'm looking forward to the Patriots this season. Last season was a blip and there was lots going on in regard to covid I think the league is better when you've got a competitive Patriots team. And Mac Jones, for all the bad press coming in, the reports on him have been phenomenal. He looked decent in preseason. He's beat a former MVP in a quarterback battle. I know there's other things about it that was spoken about last week, but they've got a lot of players coming back. They've brought a lot of players in on free agency. I'm really looking forward to that division because every team is competitive. Maybe not the Jets, but every other team is competitive. I think Matt Jones in the, in, is in the best possible place out of all the rookie quarterbacks. He's got the biggest chance to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying he's got the biggest chance. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots were competing. Yeah, I mean, looking over to the <laughs> Patriots supporter. I'm I'm obviously biased. I, I think it's great news that Matt Jones is being given a clear runway to start. It might be a year too early to say that he can compete with the Bills, who are clearly the best team in the division. But you have now got a division with, theoretically, four quarterbacks who could be facing each other twice a year for the next 10 years. And they are all young, se- all, first all or second year quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I think yeah. you're forgetting Zach Wilson is at the Jets. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and of the new quarterbacks most likely to fail, he tops my list because he's with an organisation where his talent might not be enough to overcome the organisation. I like Salah, though. I, I've got a lot of time for Robert Salah. And yeah. I don't know two other people at this table do. It's the organisation. 
it's a bit like Trevor Lawrence at the Jags. It's like, really, is his talent going to be enough? And if you look at the two, if you look at Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is easily the better quarterback of the two. So if one of those two is well, likely you to succeed in a bad franchise, it's more likely to be Trevor Lawrence. You're comparing ice cream to horse manure. I quite like horse manure ice cream. What's your point? I think my, my hope with the Jets is that you know, Joe Douglas, the, the GM. No, <laughs> no, I think I think there generally is. I, Joe Douglas, the GM, he came, came from a, a good a really good background, I'll say it, at the Eagles before the Eagles turned turgid as well. Um, Could use a turgid. Yeah. Uh, so, and he's had, he's gone through his second, his second off season now, he's built up a, I think a really good offense. The defense looks really suspect for, for the Jets. In you've got CJ Mosley coming back, who's a huge addition coming but That's back, literally all they've got. Yeah. But what a player though. Oh yeah, he's brilliant, but that's all they've if got. If he could play all the positions, they would be amazing. I mean, their cornerback depth is terrible. Can name you one quickly before we move on to other Cleveland Browns and Woo England Yatriots that does not roll off the song as well as I don't. <laughs> That's the reason why I suggested <laughs> yeah. it. Um, five first round quarterbacks, historically speaking, only one of them will be a star, three of them will fail, and one will be in the league for 10 years, never actually have a winning season. Which one bottoms out soonest, and which oh, one is the star? I, I don't know if that's going to happen. You take the the six of twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen, wasn't it? The 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 Mayfield number one class. Sorry yeah. if I forget the year. Yeah, eighteen. All of them, all of them, bar Rosen. I'm talking over time. We, we haven't we haven't got time. We haven't had time yet. I'm talking over five to seven years. Rosen's already gone. Nice. Uh, yeah, Rosen's already gone. Lamar Jackson is one badly timed run away from an RG three esque career. Yeah. But he's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, this is what I'm saying. And I'm saying over MVP. time. So looking five years into the future, which one of these has rosened out of the league? Which one has blossomed to the top of the pile and the other three? So I'd say Fields may well be the best. Okay. I think, I don't want to say it, but I think Trey Lance. I'm not convinced yet. So um, <laughs> I, 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 I have taken him in my dynasty league because I, I want to believe. But it makes um, you feel better. I'm I'm nailing my colours to the Zach Wilson will fail master. Yeah. I think Fields is going to be so good. I think Fields might fail not because he's a bad player, but because of where he is. Do you, Do you think he's a bit like Carson Wentz might have to move to another team? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Just, uh, I don't. I, I I agree with you all. He's a great player. I just I didn't. When he was drafted by the Bears, it was a bit, eh? uh, yeah, it just didn't feel right, did it? They've got, I think they've got a year to build around him in terms of like, you know, Alan Robinson's probably going to go because he's on a franchise tag. They need to bring in wide receivers. They it, seem to have got a ton of tight ends, but I'm not sure which one is good or if any of them are good. Cole I, I, think, Komet. Cole I Komet. think, I think, you know, don't get me wrong, the Brown, the Bears have got some issues, but the Bears still made the playoffs last year. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. they had a great with, defense with Trubisky. Yeah, yeah. so I, I do. And falls, but <laughs> the point is, I think there's more opportunity at that franchise. I think we're being a bit harsh on the Bears if at times, mm. and yeah, they might not. The coach might be an issue. They might have made some poor decisions, but they're not as broken as the Jets or the Jags. Agreed. It's just so, I, it's we, just we, I we, hate them. That's the. Problem. I get that, but we can't be we can't no, be no, silly about it. I and, think that's a fair point. And Fields, if if Trubisky and Foles can drag them to the playoffs. Then in two or three years' time, with some better decisions and some better drafting, and maybe a new head coach, Regular then field, Fields could be very in a very different position. That's that's all. Yeah, I, I think Mister Biscuit was given a hard time. That's what they called him in college, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I also agree with that. I, I think 
He's, 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 he's now the, now. Yeah, he's the backup to Josh Allen at the Bills, which is uh-huh. perfect for a year. But next year, I think he'll be. He's got a very good chance of starting somewhere because I don't think he's washed up. I just think he was misused for the Bears. He's not the sort of player they actually needed. So the James Winston approach, maybe, but yeah. with less. He's, get, he's getting LASIK this season. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Moving on from that. Do uh, you want my Cleveland frown. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Um, it's having to. I mean, I'm thinking about it already. Having to listen to so many more Brady stats. Um, <laughs> it's it's already making me slightly depressed. Um, I'm not sure how long I'll be able to take it for. So um, that's definitely, definitely, I'd, I've had enough. Like, well done. He's been a great player, but I can't take too many more years of it. Um, and then my New England, no, my, Woo, um, England Yatriot. My positive thought, because <laughs> um, I'm not getting involved in this. I think the craziness. Buffalo Frills might be better, actually. Uh, they are, but like the Buffalo Frills. That one would have worked. Paul, Sorry, you've Paul. been served <laughs> Buffalo Thrills. <laughs> I said um, the Kansas Reliefs. <laughs> Wasn't that what Robert Kraft went Got for? Done. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and that for me is just going to be seeing the fans back. Um, yeah, you know, seeing the crazy antics they get up to, being able to watch the fan fight videos on YouTube is one of my favourite <laughs> hobbies. See somebody gets twatted. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I can't wait to see fans back. I want to see some Bills fans going through tables. Honestly, the fan fights—they're my one of my favourite things to just search on YouTube. I'll uh, I'll jump in with a Buffalo thrill of my own. I am really looking forward to watching two quarterbacks this season. Aaron Rodgers on his I don't like it here, but I'm just going to win to prove you all wrong tour. And Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Dak Prescott on the remember how good I was at the start of last season before I got crushed tour. I think there's a I mean don't forget that the wideouts at the Cowboys are phenomenal. Yes. If they keep Dak upright, and let's not forget. No Zach Martin for week one. But if he stays upright and he has recovered from the injuries, what makes you think he won't just get off it? He was on for a league-topping season of yards and touchdowns. Like, he was brilliant in the first four games last year. And then they went to hell in a handbasket as soon as he was out. But what's to stop him picking up where he left off? The Cowboys defence. Yeah, and I get that. But we did all pick... Last year. Well, two of us picked the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl, didn't we, I think? Yeah, yeah. And they've got... They've got Sertain, haven't they? No. No, no which the one Broncos. did they pick up? Parsons. 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 And he looks amazing. He yeah. looks really good. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to watching Dak. And, and like I say, I'm really looking forward to watching Rodgers because I think I think he could win it all this season and he'd still say, screw you guys, I'm off. <laughs> I really do. And that would be an amazing story. Yes, mic drop. John's indicating the phrase mic drop. Sh- charades on a podcast drop it Mike <laughs> Jesus <laughs> charades on a podcast always good um, I'm not sure whether this qualifies as a frown or not but I'll go for it it's got to be Big Ben's last season right like he's another one of the yeah. storied quarterbacks that we've been privileged to watch regardless of your feelings on Big Ben he's been one of the cluster of 9 or 10 that we've had for 10 or 12 years plus that have been league defining and it's got to be over, right? Well, we saw it with Peyton Manning. He had half a season where he went off a cliff, and then the following year he, he wasn't even up on the top to fall off again. It could be the same for Big Ben yeah, after two or three no, games a season. Manning won the Super Bowl. Just going to say, he won yeah, the yeah, Super Bowl. He got carried there by Broncos defence and, and Brock Osweiler. Let's not forget that. Oh, and, you know, Sanders, Thomas, Thomas. Yeah, yeah. And um, CJ Anderson. Anderson. Don't forget, Manning only threw seven touchdowns that season and 15 picks. But you're also forgetting CJ Anderson. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, admittedly, he isn't with uh, 
with the Steelers. They could probably do with him right now. But did you just did you just <laughs> did you just pray to the heavens for, for Thousand Road Russia Super Bowl winning CJ Anderson? I did, yeah. yeah excellent work. Well, they're not dead. <laughs> he's just out of the league. He's dead to me. <laughs> when he's not in the league, he's dead to me. Well, I, when I'm he's not saying, in the playoffs, he's dead I, to me. I think for me, it's uh, you know we lost Philip Rivers last year. Good. I'm just saying, it, for me, it's it's another one out of that generation that we all grew up with. Breeze. I was going to say Breeze Drew as Breeze, well. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's only, I think there's only two no, left: is Roethlisberger and Brady out of that older generation. Brady no, used to be playing in five years. Because out of that older generation, you can't include Rivers in there because all the rest of them won a Super Bowl. Rivers didn't. I'm not getting yeah, but back they're all, into they're all Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Uh, no, I, I absolutely am not getting into this with you on today's show. But later in the season, we will have this debate again. We'll get Nat Coombs back on, and he will put you in your place. He didn't last time, but he will this time because I'm paying him. <laughs> okay. Right. Anybody else got a frown for me? Like a frown, please. COVID. Uh, somebody had to bring up the c word. You wanted a frown. There's, there's gonna be issues one way or another. Of course there are. Um, that was the only frown I had. I've got another frill though. Go on. I've got two frills. Yeah. Three Lucky frills, you. Actually. Is it your birthday? I know. Is he for listening? More football. There are 17 games in the regular season this year. Most there's ever been. I'm looking forward to another week of football because it's a week less that we have to live without. Is, th- is there not a risk with that? Yeah, I think I know what Gary's going to say, and I'm is with it. Once everything's decided, there's just more dead rubbers. Yep. But it's and I know it might not be, but it might not be. Actually, I haven't even looked at whether I need to change the playoff fantasy settings for that, but I probably don't. I'm sure they've done do. it for you. No, they don't. But um, yeah, I, I just wonder if you know you've got teams like the Chiefs. Yeah, there could be more dead rubbers, but there could be more cliffhangers as well. I see it as a positive because it's giving more players league time in, act, in games that could matter. In games that they actually get to play a proper defense, I also think like with the extended playoff system, it could there, there's there's only one buy, right? Are you just happy that you get to do an extra podcast? Yeah, is that is that really what it comes down to? An extra podcast, it, an extra feels, week, extra week of football. Like I said, maybe an extra week the, of fantasy. The as well. playoff, it feels to me like more watering down. Like you're going to get games where there just aren't that many good players on the field because they've all been injured or they're being rested for the playoffs. Or well, I'm not a fan. There's more chance for surprises. Yeah. And that's what I like. The playoffs is one more week of red zone. Yes. What's not what I like about that? I just want to stare at Scott Hansen's face. Is that all right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not a fan, but... Uh, yeah. Right, other, other Buffalo Frills. The 49ers being healthy and going into week one for oh, like man. the first time ever. What are you remember. doing to me? Why are you even <laughs> talking about... It's healthy now. Yeah, but it's healthy now at in GMT 2121 <laughs> in 2021... Anyway, on the 7th of I'm September. You speak to me in a week and we'll be fucked, mate. Right? <laughs> Are you going to buy that many shirts then? <laughs> 53. <laughs> the other one I want to chat, I think Baker Mayfield is going to have his best year statistically. I'm looking forward That's to That's a seeing. thrill for you. That's a thrill no, for me. Baker's thrill. stats going to turn me on. The Browns are a thrill for me yeah. with this as well because that roster is phenomenal. It's the first time that he's had the same offensive coordinator and head coach for two years running. Yeah. So he's got years' experience. Amazing defense, great weapons, great offensive line. His accuracy last year was brilliant. He went two months without throwing an interception last year. Which yeah, we've all know. got a hard on for the for the roster at the Browns, right? Yeah. But none of us picked him to go to the Super Bowl. No, I wasn't asked. More in my opinion. Well, you were. You just didn't fill it. In. You didn't bother. Paul, no, who do you think might win the Super Bowl? Not the Browns. <laughs> 
That's what I don't. Just to clarify, have you got a hard on? That's why I'm sitting on the low chair tonight. There's probably 28 teams that I think aren't going to win the Super Bowl. Doesn't mean that they're not going to play well. I think the Browns get into the playoffs again. I think they have another deep run. I think the the first game up in week one is going to be one of the most interesting for them. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Baker's always going to be one of them players that can just turn the other way for a couple of games. Always. Yes, he's really good to watch. It's just, I don't think it takes much to put him off. Uh, And, and, so it makes the, him interesting. On the watch, weeks, but. on the weeks he's put off, he's got a fantastic running game yeah, to lean yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't ever feel. I don't ever feel like I can watch him with any certainty. Is there any quarterback you can watch with certainty? Yes, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. I don't think you can watch Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers. Well, see, I think that's the difference between Baker Mayfield Smith. and Josh Allen. I mean, to be Alex fair, right? Yeah. You, you know with certainty he's not going to pass the ball more than seven yards. You also know with certainty he won't walk off the field. <laughs> there's, Ryan, there's Ryan Fitzpatrick. You have you are certain it's uncertain. Certain it's entertaining, but you don't know yeah. why. <laughs> right. Any more for any more before we move on? John's joining in. Can I have a thrill. I'm really looking forward to a second year for Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean... John's even grown his hair to look as similar as possible. I'll tell you what I think. I think that's a great shout. I think statistically there's a very good chance he regresses in terms of numbers because people have now had a chance to get a read on him. But I think he will still be excellent. But there's Rashawn Slater this year, and that's a key difference for me. Yeah. Um, he's also he's got a new coach who can possibly run a clock better. <laughs> Not make poor decisions in the last 30 seconds of a game. Hopefully. Wasn't a lot of pressure on him last year, there was there? Because the season was pretty much done by the time he came into the team. It was only week four. Yeah, yeah. that's how bad four. the Chargers were. But, uh, <laughs> but there wasn't there was a lack of expectation on that team last year, wasn't there? Yeah. Once he came in, he so. wasn't supposed to play at all last year, really. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it'd be interesting. I, I agree. Uh, and my, my final one is I'm waiting to see which team has to sign Cam because somebody will sign him when they're leading. No, I don't. Cam. I don't think they will. I don't think no? they will either. No, I think they will. There's been lots of rumours about Who's that. Who's on that free agent market that you could no, sign? I'm not saying that he's not the be- he's probably not the best quarterback on the free agent market at the moment, but there's been lots of rumours that there are everyone's worried about his fitness, his lack of arm strength after his injuries, but also his, his the COVID status. What, what did he do last year that yeah. makes you go, Oh, I must go and get no, Cam if he's nothing, available? Nothing after he caught COVID. In the first four weeks, he was number four passing quarterback in the league. He was all right. He wasn't amazing. I, I'm just telling you, you, you what go and pick, like, You go and pick up Trubisky, don't you? Mariota. Mariota. Yeah, yeah. I, I know there's players, but I'm saying free agent-wise, we've seen it in the past. Every year, in the first week or two, a team's lead quarterback goes down, and the first number you're going to get to at the moment is Cam, because he's available for nothing. The other thing that's going to be really interesting is, is Darnold got any hope NFL career left as well. That's going to be really interesting. Do you remember? You remember earlier on when Paul was saying about that quarterback class from 2018, yeah. and he said only Rosen has failed. That's not true. Darnold has failed, and still that, a starting quarterback. He's still a starting quarterback. But no, that, that you, you can't say he's failed of that dumpster fire of the Jets. Has he been a success? Well, but that yes or no? Has he been a success? Before you start the race, let me cut your legs off. Why aren't you winning the race? He did see ghosts. I'd see ghosts with that O-line. In the Paralympics, he'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying that I said Zach Wilson probably isn't going to succeed because the franchise is bad. And that's exactly the same position Donald's in. Not a lot has changed. He's, really. got, he's got a second chance. It's, it's, you, can't, you, you, just, you don't know if he's He, as a not. person, isn't a failure. But his career at the Jets was a failure. 
Yeah. Oh, I agree. And I can see Trevor Lawrence not five going the years same in way yet, though, Griff. No, your, no, your thing no. was five years, wasn't it? So yeah, he's yeah. a way to see. But I think he's, he'll be better at the Panthers than he was at the Jets. I think the thing was, a lot of us, well, especially myself and maybe Jim as well, we both thought Darnold was the best in that class. And it will be interesting to see, because I do think the Panthers are a well-run organisation now. Mm. They're still building up from what they were when the new ownership took over. Yeah. I think they're trying to do things in the right way. McCaffrey's obviously going to be back. We need to see what is going to happen with him. But in terms of Darnold having a chance at a good, yeah. solid organisation, this is his chance. And I yes. think that would be really interesting to watch because he was the youngest of that class as well. He's still only like 24. 23, 24, yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I think it'll just be interesting to watch. I hadn't really kind of thought about it as a thrill I, or anything, but um, I I'm really interested hope in it. that it works out for him. My fear with the Panthers, if you like, is that they've replaced Teddy Bridgewater, league average middle of the road Teddy Bridgewater, with Sam Darnold, who's very similar. Do you know what Teddy Bridgewater's passing accuracy was last, last year? 78 something. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. But he was only throwing five yards at a time. That's but, all, but when you've got the no, scheme, no, when you've got so the scheme that works, yeah, yeah, and it was the Alex Smith thing. Yeah. It works, and and it'll be the same with Darnold. That's so, what I think. But Darnold's ceiling is way higher. Than yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you yeah, can yeah. start him off and build his confidence with, you know, those kind of easy plays, mm. and he's got a lot of weapons around him. Then before he, before you know knows. it, you know, by weeks five, six, seven, he might be a totally different player. I think it'll just be yeah. interesting to watch. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Right, Royce, Roy, Royce Freeman's on the Panthers. <laughs> Sorry, Royce Freeman's on on a squad. Yeah, he's, he's just showed up on the, on, uh, the, on the Panthers depth chart. Where's Kiki Kuti these days? Still in Texans. Is he? Yeah. I thought he got cut. Did he? He did get cut the other day. I know. No, no. I think no. you need to look that up while we uh, prepare to move on. So, um, I'm not letting anybody <laughs> move on until we know the answer to this. <laughs> well, we can't just tread water. Well, we are now treading water for Kiki Kuti. Just. Well, he's not on the Texans anymore. He's, he got cut the other day. <laughs> I, I did Paul. text it into the group. He got cut. I'm, after Will Greer, your other famous fantasy draft. He's signed, doesn't he? He's back he's, on the practice. He's no, a, no, no, he's, he's a, a backup. He's Dak's, Dak's backup. He's a backup at the Cowboys. He's third, isn't he, at yeah. the Cowboys? He's, he's not he's, the backup. He's the backup. Can't believe we're talking he's about the back, He's the backup to the Dakup. Cooper Rush is the backup. Uh at the Colts now. Kiki Kuti at the Colts. Oh, Jim, that'd be great. That'd yep. be great for him. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's the number two receiver on that depth chart behind Pittman. Because T.Y.'s out. Yeah. So, uh, fair enough. I'd rather have him than Paris well, Campbell. Good choice to take Pittman in fantasy, you see. Oh, which I did. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Moving on. Week one is here. We have two sleeps to go. Ooh. I know. <laughs> two sleeps to go because that's how kids measure Christmas, right? I've heard. Two sleeps to go. Not just kids, adults as well, but kids. Um, the first game of the season, defending Super Bowl champions Bucks, taking on the Cowboys. The Cowboys, as we mentioned, know Zach Martin to keep Dak away from that phenomenal pass rush at the Bucks, which has got to be a concern. But yeah, we didn't mention that. Well, we mentioned that Zach Martin was out. Yeah. We did. We did. did we? Yeah, we did. What was that? Christ, doing? Jim, you are getting old, aren't you? Yeah. Hey, never mind. That's what three kids will do to you. Zach Martin's out. <laughs> I know, I told you. <laughs> it's, it's Tuesday. Um, how much of a chance have the Cowboys got of winning this game? In percentage, thirty percent, twenty, zero percent, six percent from uh, from behind the screen, ten percent. Where, where is it? At Tampa. At Tampa. At Tampa oh, yeah, yeah, twenty percent. Yeah, I, I'm obviously highest on this just because anything can happen. But I think, I think it has to be disregarded in the Cowboys season because I think the Bucks are one of the best teams. So you shouldn't judge the Cowboys on this one game, and it's the worst possible game to be losing your star O lineman. But 
I do think it's important how Dak plays, which is what I was getting to earlier. Like, he needs to show that he's fit and able to propel the ball against a very good defensive unit. I, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. The Bucks were slow starters last year. We've got to remember that as well. Um, I know won't it was, be this year. I know it was COVID impacted and lots of new players and stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's the, the first time since 1995 since all 22 starters from the Super Bowl have returned to a, yep. a team for the next season. So And all their coaches. and all, So they all know what they're doing, don't they? So they know what they, they're trying to achieve. So I, I don't think you can judge... I think we, we see it in the league all the time. and We normally sit here after two or three games and go, we can't see the shape of the league yet. No. And, and it takes till kind of games five and six to see the shape of how teams are performing. Loads of teams end up going one and three and then still make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. It's when it gets to one and four, two and five, it starts to get difficult. Which team then is this a bigger game for? Is it more important for the Bucks to say, we really are in this for another run? Or is it bigger for the Cowboys to show that last year was a bit of an aberration in the end? I don't think you could say it's for either because it's one of these things where this is win-win for the Cowboys because if they win, great. You beat the Super Bowl champions. If you lose, everybody expected you expected you to anyway. I think due to the fact the Cowboys have had a dog-awful pre-season and they're carrying like no confidence into this whatsoever, then they... Dog-awful? Do you mean god-awful? No, dog-awful. Like Dog-shit-awful. Oh, yeah, well, okay, fine. Yeah, just a saying. Look it up. Um, so... <laughs> I think I've made it up if it's not. Um, so um, you God God make a mistake. <laughs> yeah. So um, Jim's actually looking it up. Um, it, it does seem to be a saying. Yeah. I've never heard. That. There you go. So um, so Jim's also mystified. I can tell by looking at well, his face. Yeah, Just is. thinking of the pictures that came up. <laughs> Some awful dogs. Some really awful dogs. <laughs> type, um, dog, type dog awful into Google and amuse yourself for hours. Like, so, well, that one looks like a goat. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, because Fair of that, enough. I think they need the confidence. All right, quick uh, verbal show of hands around the table. Anyone <laughs> think the Cowboys will win? Not a chance. No, no. So all in on the on the Bucks for that one. Um, Jim, what's the next game up on the schedule, please? The actual next game on the schedule, or do you want the take game, it in the game that I, I am looking forward to? Take it in whichever way you like. Who do you who would you like to have been watching on Sunday night? Uh, I, yeah, I'm not going to steal Gary's because you know I did my homework. <laughs> I I am looking forward to the Dolphins at Patriots. Um, two last two starting quarterbacks for Alabama going head to head. I am excited to see what Mac Jones does. I want to believe that two is good. I'm yet to be convinced, and I've got a feeling the Dolphins could take a step backwards this year. I think we've seen two years of progression from from them. I think with the Patriots being back and now a lot more pressure on, on the Dolphins. And I'm not convinced of what they've done in the offseason. I'm not convinced by their ground game. I think the Dolphins are going to take a step back this year again, unfortunately. Will it be a case of the Dolphins taking a step back or the Patriots recovering some ground? Which of the two is actually how it is? I think a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the case. One of those two teams is likely to miss the playoffs. And I would say you'd always give the edge to Belichick. I'm going with the Dolphins to win this game. Okay. Because there's been a lot of change in New England. You've got a new quarterback coming in, whereas you've got that time for Tua. I think this is the Dolphins would win this one, but if you played this week 15, the Patriots would win. Yeah, I think the Patriots will win this game pretty easily, actually. Um, don't sound too depressed about it. Though. Well, the, I don't think um, these teams don't really like playing each other 
um, the home team tends to win. You know, they play yes. in such different conditions and, and environments. They don't really travel well to each other. So I would say their heads-to-head is is primarily favoured against the home team. So Patriots will win this game and start with a winning record. OK, Gary, and which game are you most looking forward to in week one? Well, I think it's pretty obvious, isn't it? That it's got to be... As he's scrolling through because he didn't do his homework. Eagles-Falcons. <laughs> literally, literally one of the one of the worst games going. I think there's a couple. I think um, you've got Steelers, Bills, and Browns Chiefs. I think they're both great games. So Browns Chiefs is the one you want to see. That's yeah. going to be a hell of a game. I would I would suggest the Browns have a a, a fair chance of winning. I'm more interested really to see how well the Chiefs have recovered from the disappointment mm. and. St- are they going to come out and show that they are really the best team in football? Do we believe they're the best team in football? I don't no. think. I don't think they're the, I best don't think they're the best team in football. I'd say, I think the Browns have got a better squad. I think the Bucks have got a better squad. They've got the best player in football. I don't think they're the best team in football. I don't know. Do they have the most difference makers? Do they have the most game winners? And and yes, it is about the whole team. But then, if you've got excellence at certain positions, does that make a big enough difference? That's why. Mm. That's why it's interesting. What kind yeah, of yeah. statement are they going to come and put down? Um, and the Browns, it's a you know again a chance for them to go up against a tough opposition and say we're taking this season seriously. So I think that'll be really interesting. That could be a very high scoring game. Yeah, it was, so, the, it was the Browns in the playoffs that pretty much destroyed the the Chiefs O line and injured Mahomes. Yep. Um, and I'll be. I'm really. Excited to see Miles Garrett have another crack at that, and it's a new offensive line for the Chiefs. Pretty much all offensive yeah. line, four out of five. Yeah, so and you've got Doctor Devani Tardif coming back, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. But you've also got Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. <laughs> if, if both, <laughs> if both teams <laughs> scored <laughs> over thirty points, you'd say the Chiefs will win it. Yes. So it will be interesting to see if the Browns' defense are as good as we think they are, mm. and whether they can hold the Chiefs to say twenty-four points. That that will be. If if they do that, then they've put a real benchmark down around how they're going to go about this season. I know we will put a prediction for all the things over the season together, but another verbal show of hands around the table. <laughs> Those who think the Browns will win, me. I, I and me. That's me and that's uh, Griffin. I, I'm Paul. going Chiefs. I am also going to go Chiefs, but I think it's going to be really close. John, do you want to lean in and uh... Chase? <laughs> It couldn't be asked to move. Brilliant. <laughs> there's only there's only four mics at this table. Is the problem? Uh, and John's been John's been barred from joining in this week. The literal um, third. I one. <laughs> sorry. What was the second game you mentioned? Steelers Bills. Bills yes. Bills Steelers. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a walkover for the Bills. I honestly do. I don't think the Steelers are ready. I'm not sure they're going to be as good as everyone thinks. I, I think that's a walkover for the Bills. If I'm honest. Could be a twelve point game. I don't know. I just, no. I'm not. John's shaking his head. Jim's not said anything, which means he's pondering. Like they were really great until the last few games of the season, and mm. I know that's how it ended for for them. But they were really good at the start still of last got, year. Yeah, still a good defense. Still got an experienced quarterback who yeah. can get rid of the ball quickly. They've got all their wide receivers back. The offensive line is the biggest issue for Pittsburgh, I think. Um, but the Bills' pass rush isn't. No, it's brilliant. not great. No. no. So the Bills have a couple of weaknesses, don't they? Their pass rush, yeah, and their, and running, their running game, yeah. yeah, not their running game, but their running backs, yeah, yeah like I say. Backs, yeah. Um, I think this is one the Bills win, but I don't think it's a walkover. You I, get to see the, the G Harris yeah, as well. Is yeah. he going to be? Is he going to be that? Gr- you know, I think he'll be good, but I think the O line will, will seriously hamper him. I think he's going to be wonderful. Yeah, I really do. You want to hope so? 
<laughs> I think he's going to be fantastic. I agree. I really they're they're, they're going to lean on well. him a lot. You, you yeah. look at the work they put through James Conner last season. It's going to be more than that. Um, I think we're forgetting that the Steelers still have their head coach, who is a, uh, one of the best in the league and gets good results out of absolute dross. Griff yeah. absolutely hates Mike Tomlin, don't you? No. He's a cheerleader, Half the time, isn't he? you want him gone. No, no. That's I, thought, not true. I thought he was a cheerleader. I'm Mike, sure you've called for his head at times. Even if he is a cheerleader, that's what they need right now. What what I said was, he's a rah-rah coach rather than a tactical coach. He's spitting half the time, isn't he? Because he's just angry. And Whatever. getting in the way and tripping players up on the sideline. No, I'm just saying, I, I think I think he... To be fair, you called for Sean Payton's head previously <laughs> as well. I did as well. Yeah, I wasn't the only one on this <laughs> podcast. And, and I maintain that at the time, he was on a hot seat. But no, I've never called for Tomlin's head. I just don't think he's a tactical coach. He's more of a build the players up but the problem is that can very quickly go off the rails and you don't have a backup plan there is no plan b it's we're going to do this we're going to do this and that's why i think sometimes they they don't quite deliver so i, I don't think that's an unfair criticism i mean he's a hall of fame coach I, you know i'm just saying you know he, he's won super we, we we look we look for holes in things he won his first super bowl with someone else's team bill cowers team yeah and he won his second super bowl off a really great performance by one of the best quarterbacks. He didn't. He's yes. only, he's he only won, won a second one. Yeah, one. He's only won the one. Oh, he, oh sorry. Yes, it, Bill Cowell was the coach yeah. for the first he one. He got yeah. to a second Super Bowl team. It was beaten by yeah. Green Bay. So, I, I don't know. I, I, he's a Hall of Fame coach. I just don't think he's a tactical coach. And I think that can be, be easily picked apart. He's a player's coach. He's obviously very good at managing people. Like, you you look at some of the, like the personalities they've had in that dressing room. And the lack, okay, there have been the odd one or two things, but the, the lack of ongoing issues in that dressing room. I'm talking about Antonio Brown, yeah, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell, Bell, Martavius Bryant. Yeah, <laughs> don't exactly. forget him. Um, <laughs> remember him? Even, he was even, good. even Ben, ben Roethlisberger to, to an extent as well. Yeah. So he's brilliant at managing players. And, you know, okay, maybe he's not the best tactical coach, but he gets a lot more out of average players. Than yeah, I, I, agreed. I, I'm certainly not hypercritical. I just think it's a different approach. That's, that's fair. Um, I, uh, I'm excited for a very poor matchup. I'm all this hype. I cannot wait to see Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence fall on their ass and lose to the Texans with T-Mobile. Do you know what? When me and Jim went to the the, the football at Wembley the other day, we were, we were discussing yours and John's obsession with Urban Meyer. He's going to suck. You you guys have got you know some some issues you need to work through. So we've got, we've got to wait and see, haven't poor, we? Poor John isn't in a position to defend himself, but I'll take it on the chin. Look, look the guy has you know, clearly got some behavioural issues. I'm not sure he's someone I want to go for a pint with or anything, but... John. No, not John. That's <laughs> <laughs> John. But he gets results, doesn't he? He yeah. has got results through his entire career. And I know it's college versus the NFL. But you just don't know that yet. And I think you've got to wait and see. Yeah, Okay. Uh, that, that's perfectly fine. I just I don't get the hype about Urban Meyer. Like he hasn't done anything yet, and it's a it's a different sport. He's done quite he's a won lot. Three college championships. Yeah, but he's With done two nothing. different teams. Yeah, but his name is ridiculous. Yes, it is. Uh, that, that's nothing to do with it. It's uh, for <laughs> analogy. For analogy, Owen Morgan's one of the best white ball cricket players we've ever seen, but in Test cricket he sucks. And it's the same as going from college football to NFL. It's a different game. So it's don't not that don't tell me that Urban Meyer is just going to be a success just because he's won in college. There are there are many college coaches that have won, and there are many that have <laughs> many lost that as have well. failed. So you know, I don't think you can say just because he's coming from college, he's gonna he's gonna be an instant. And, and anyway, John and I's beef with this was that if you're going to have the best 
generational quarterback. You should have got an experienced coach to help build a team around him, not a rookie quarterback and a rookie coach. No, I see that you've got somebody you've got somebody who's come in from college and you're bringing in somebody who's got a college mentality. You're kind of giving him some sense of continuity, not this massive change. I think Urban Meyer is going to be okay. There's going to be worse teams than yeah. that team by far. And I oh, yeah, honestly maybe, yeah. don't see them losing to the Texans. I, I, I'm, I, that's my that's my uh, upset, if you uh, like. The fixture computer, or yeah. whatever they want to call it, yeah. has sh- shone down brightly on yeah. the Jaguars and their terribly run franchise. Given, given how much you both hate Urban Meyer, who would you rather have, Urban Meyer or David Cully? <sighs> Christ. That's, that is not a choice, is it? Oh, you've, no, Urban no. Meyer's better than Doug Moron. Is he? Yes. Doug Moron won a lot of games in the NFL for the Bills. Okay. But he couldn't win at the Jacks. Not many. I, I'm just saying, it's a bad organisation, rookie quarterback, rookie coach. For me, the Jags, why would you think they're just going to be good? I know we're well, not, I, overall I, under six wins this well, season. I don't think any of us said they would be. I think no. we just said, we need to wait and see. Yeah. 17 game season, overall under six wins. I, we just said we're, we want to wait and see. Yeah. And you're asking us to make decisions. Yeah, That's not nice. I'm asking. Under. Yeah, John's with me. I, I reckon five tops. I think they're going to win seven just to spite you. Do you know, do you know who was a I great... I win six on the dot. Do you know who was a great college coach? Chip Kelly. Where's Chip Kelly these oh, days? Oh, yeah. Coaching Chip, in college. Yeah, Chip, he, did he win a championship? Chip Kelly offense. They even still talk about Chip yeah. Kelly Chip, offense. I, I don't know whether he won college championships. What I'm saying is he was the next big thing. He, and he lasted three. three seasons. Do you know who else is a good good, good college coach? Pete Carroll. Yeah, and the first time round, he was turd in the NFL. But he's also won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he has now. So when Urban Meyer comes back in 15 years, <laughs> I'll cheer for him. Bill Walsh was a pretty decent college coach He as was well. a very good college coach. <laughs> and it doesn't apply to everyone, I'm just saying. Nick Saban's a great college coach. Ago. <laughs> Just saying. So I think you guys are being unnecessarily harsh about Obermeyer. I agree with Jim and Gary. And I you slagged off his name. <laughs> his name is ridiculous. I stick. I stick with that. And the rural Meyer meme has made yeah. me laugh many, many times. <laughs> and please share it to our Twitter page. Um, okay, let's let's get back on track here. Packers Saints. What do we think? I, I, Packers, I, Packers win that. I, I don't. I don't think who wins is important. What I think is, what do we see <laughs> out of Jameis? Quite important. What, what do we see out of Jameis Winston? Because we said it didn't matter if, if the Cowboys. What, what's don't really win. important, the important, the important is what Jameis can see. That, that's the important <laughs> one. See, LASIK Jameis is an unknown quantity. Also, who's, In, he, who's he throwing to? He's now got the sight of an owl. Antonio Callaway. <laughs> Callaway. Yeah. Marquez Callaway. The Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Kamara, hopefully. I I think the Saints team are going to surprise people this season. Traquan Smith, Marquez Calloway, and Deontay Harris. If That's anyone their starting if, if, wide receiver, if anyone can scheme some stuff up, it's, it's Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. I think it's a bigger test for Sean Payton than it is James Winston. Drew Brees was throwing five thousand yards to nobodies. And Michael Thomas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, he could throw a slant route for ten yards. All right. But this Saints team will surprise people. They have got the best O-line, one of the best O-lines in football. Yeah, they do. I mean, and one of the best running backs in, in football as well. So, I mean, that benefits them. Their, their defence is also still good as well. Take away the 30 interceptions in a season. Mm. That guy was a number one overall pick for a reason. I was On the way here, I was listening to Nat Coombs' podcast. And he said, if you just reduce those interceptions by 30, 30%, yeah. how many of those games in his last season with Tampa would he have actually won? 
yeah, it was something ridiculous, like another six yeah. games. He still threw 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards with a wonky eye. <laughs> <laughs> I, now he's now he's got clear sight. He's got he's he he's got the sight of an owl. He can see everything. <laughs> he has full peripheral vision, three sixty. I I think he can still be a very good winning quarterback in this league. But I agree, it'll have to be with the right coach. So Sean Payton, over to you. Do we all think the Packers are winning this game? Is anyone picking the Saints? I'll pick the Saints just to be the. Negative voice. I'll pick the Packers, and I think we've got to remember as well, this game's being played in uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. That's true. It's it's not at the Saints. Because there was because a hurricane. hurricane. Remember that hurricane that hurricane took, took all the electricity out? Where have you been? Great place to live, New Orleans, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great food. Yeah. Um, um, I'd like to pick a game. Yes, please do. I'd like to pick the Chargers versus the Washington football team. That's a game to see where these two teams are. The Washington football team, I've been reading reports, I've been looking, I've been doing research, and apparently they're based in Landover, Maryland. Um, <laughs> no. Is this Wikipedia? Is this literally just been on Wikipedia? No, I've, I've, done some re- I've been looking up and people are, there's been some really good press, how they, they're going to be sneakily good this season. Well, they've got a good defence, haven't they? they got, and they've got Ron Rivera. You've well, got Chase probably, Young, you've yeah, got... Probably the best defensive line. In the league. The wide-out room's oh, got better. Know. Versus as Certainly up there. And I also think the Chargers were, with Justin Herbert, there's a lot of confidence coming in. You've got a brand-new head coach. You've got some confidence that comes from that. Eckler's not injured yet. Exactly. This sure. is this is, this is a, te- these are a game where you'll see two teams wanting to put a marker on, and I think it'll be a really interesting game to watch. If you're putting a gun to my head, the Chargers will win. Anyone else taking the Chargers? John from behind the glass. Where's it being played? Oh, it's in Washington. I will take football team. Yeah, I'll take football team. Yeah, at home football team. <laughs> with a stupid, with a stupid name. Football team. I need please, to get on and sort that name change out. Change that. Yeah, that's grown on me. No, it's stupid. It's so like bad. It. I don't like it. So bad. It's not got the spirit of the I NFL. Think, I think. Uh, yeah, What's I agree logo? with that. The logo is just a big. Big yellow W. It just looks wrong in the line. If they're not going to pick red pandas, then I think I think they should <laughs> stick with football team because Washington red pandas still my favourite choice. But they've they've poo pooed that. Just call it the Washington Reds. Yeah, the Reds. Just call it the Reds. It's too close. They won't do it. It's too close. That's the same reason they've said nothing warrior based because it's too close. Just anything apart from football team. I can't wait till the Kansas Chiefs become the Kansas Chefs. <laughs> oh, wow. Um. Anyone else want to dive in with a fixture that they think is a must-watch in week one? Oh, it's not must-watch. I'm not mentioning it. Well, go on. Who are we going to... I was going to talk about the Vikings at Bengals. Oh, can we not? My God, that that could be a dumpster fire of a game. That's either, that's, that is a no-middle-ground game. Yeah. It's either going to be turgid or it's going to be Amazing. an offensive explosion. <laughs> it's going to be 58 points to 10 or something ridiculous. It's turgid, the new shit the bed. Because there's been at least six turgids we, 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 we today. We've turgid quite a bit. Yeah. This game is going to shit the bed, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see if Joe Burris fit. He's not going to play, is he, week one? Yeah. yeah. He's wow. slated to start. He's slated to start. That's a really bad idea. Because he was having a great year last Earlier year. Earlier on, when we were doing our frowns, I didn't, I didn't mention it because I didn't want to keep tying up the mic, but I had uh, what chance Boa and Lawrence both survived week one. That'll happen. Oh, Lawrence will. I think the, the 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 scary part of the Bengals is Zach Taylor's having to stand up because the seat's so hot. 
I agree. Well, he was my prediction to get fired first, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I completely agree. The Google form I was sent that I couldn't fill in because it wasn't done correctly. Um, uh-huh. Everyone else managed, is all I'm saying. Well, Use I'm, error. I'm not everyone else. <laughs> You're certainly not. Was your carer not available to help you? No. Um, <laughs> How is the wife? She's, she's very well. Good. It's um, Clara. Oh, very good. Uh, that's good. Very good. Um, who are the Giants playing, you know, as I support and the Broncos? It doesn't matter. You're going to lose. No, we'll beat the Broncos. Broncos are, the Broncos are turgid. Any, anyone else at the table think the Giants are winning that? Not a hope in hell. We oh, will no, beat them. go that far. Close. Yeah. Really? Be close until Saquon gets injured. I think if you look at our offence... Your offence is good. No, it's not. It's got Daniel Jones right in yeah, the middle. That's of it. the problem. Holiday, first round receiver, yep. Shepherd. They'll all look great waving Barclay. at the ball. Kadarius <laughs> Tony. It's, it's the quarterback that's the problem. You've yeah, but that's exactly the same as the Broncos. We've got we've no. got no, Teddy got is a Teddy. much better. Daniel Jones is going to become the new Dalton. He's going to be the league average. He's not. He's not. He's, he's going, not he's, going to be, he's going to become the new bad Eli Manning. He's going to be the new Blaine Gabbard. And he'll be out of the league in two or three years. He'll be a backup. He'll be out of the league next year. He's he's not good. This is the first true test of him. I think first season he came in, last year was COVID, and I think COVID kind of ruined everything. This is this is the true test of him. He's and got, he'll fail. He's got he's got Sack one back. Yeah. He's got a, a great wide out room. He does. Slightly got, dodgy offensive line though. But if you've got Golladay, I, I think Golladay's an amazing addition. I don't know why that hasn't got more. Yeah, press. agreed. Probably because he's being thrown to by Daniel Jones. He and, is and he does problem. tend to get injured as well. I, I I I don't see any hope for the Giants. I th- I think if it wasn't for the fact the Eagles are going to be so bad, you'd be bottom of that I'm, division. I'm going to nail my flag to the mast now. The Giants are going to win that division. No way. And all of you will prove me wrong and give me five pounds. Football team, <laughs> football team, Eagles and Cowboys. The Giants are going to win that division. Yes, comfortably. Uh, what we what are we putting on as a wager on this? Five pounds, five whole pounds. Because if we are, I will take you on that. I'm happy. I realise this can't be seen. <laughs> I will shake your hand now and go five pounds against the Giants. will win that division. That's definitely not happening. You've got no chance. <laughs> Win, winning the division is not just getting into playoffs. No, saying. winning. He's winning, saying winning the division. Winning the Jim, division. do the fist pump. He's a team did win that. that division with a losing record last Ta- year. Take yeah, him I'm on gonna, that. I'm going to take on that as well. So I can't see it happening, mate. Gary, Sorry. take him on it. Oh, <laughs> John, it's your team. Take your brother oh, on. Them. Take your brother's <laughs> money, never. John. Take your brother's money. Well, I hope. <laughs> I, I, I think I will say it is a garbage division, and um, I think the, the Cowboys have Dak back, but they haven't lost their head coach. That's the most important thing. True, for them. the Cowboys cannot be as bad again. They cannot be. They can. The defense. Can their be. defense hasn't got. The defense the, hasn't Mike, improved. Michael Parsons is, you know, it, doesn't make a defense, and uh, the head football coach team. Gone. Football team have added Fitzpatrick, and you're going to get boom. You get the bust. Yeah, I think it's a garbage division. I think the Giants can quite easily win that division. And, you, Joe, Joe, and I don't think you need to win eight games to win it. Joe Judge getting getting a full year, mm. a full full preseason, full off season, a whole year out of Daniel Jones. I think this is going to be a really interesting year. Also, we had a, a sneakily brilliant defense, and I think the game against the yeah. Broncos is two brilliant defences against two completely average quarterbacks. And if I was taking one of those quarterbacks, I'd take Teddy every week. Without fail. 
So oh, if that's what the, if that's the defining I, I agree thing, with you. the Giants will win that game, and the, the Giants in the will Valley win the of the Blind, the one-eyed man is king. But, True, you know, it's if if the Giants we rename that division the Championship division. Yeah. If that, if the Giants signed Teddy Bridgewater, I'd say you've got a better chance of winning that division. That's what I think the difference is. You are all going to look back on this moment in eighteen weeks' time and think, "My God, Paul was right here." We won't. We'll all be looking at that, back on that, thinking, "What can I buy for five pounds?" <laughs> <laughs> Right, moving on. Because that's not- good thing I work for an institution where I can pay you in pence. <laughs> <laughs> clank, clank, as a bag of change. Foreign money. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Anything else that stands out from week one? I, I've got one more. Uh, I'm looking forward to see the additions at the Rams against the Bears. I want to see Matthew Stafford. I want to see Sonny Michelle. I want to see what Sean McVay does with a much better quarterback running back position. I, I think. I think you picked Gary. You picked Stafford as a uh, an MVP candidate, and yep. I, I absolutely think that that could be spot on. I expect the Rams to win this against the Bears fairly comfortably. I, I don't that's that's not necessarily denigrating the Bears. I just think the Rams are back to being a stellar team if this works out. Yeah, I've seen that. There's been some other people um, over in the states as well now starting to get on the Rams bandwagon a little bit that I've started, and. Um, well, none of you lot started it, did you? So, um, <laughs> no, but I agreed with you yeah, yeah. last week. And I think um, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how Stafford fits into that, how that changes the way McVay sets the plays up, how far he comes away from the running game, because you've got stellar wide receivers that we know are very good at in like PPR leagues, Woods and Cup, both. They get a lot of targets, don't they? So I think it's going to be really interesting to see. Mm. Um I think they need to win games like this because that division is so difficult as well. So they need to start well. They need to make sure they beat opposition like the Bears because they've got tough schedules, every single team in that league. Yeah, I'd say it's the hardest division there is. I believe so. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> uh, anyone else for any more on week one's games? No. I think you guys were unfair to the Cardinals last week. Hey, I think I said they were okay, didn't I? I think they're going to be better than people think this season. I don't think it'll matter. They're still the worst team in that division. No. Go on. I bet you all each one English pound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not so confident this time. I'm not, I'm not a fool. <laughs> yeah, go on. I'd like to bet you all one English pound <laughs> that the Cardinals do not finish bottom of that division. Who do you think are the Seahawks then? I just think the Cardinals won't finish bottom. That's oh, all, need, that's all I'm need giving to, you. You need to give us yeah, a bit more than that. Because, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you've hinted at it, but more I said it. The Seahawks could be the worst worst team. But we division. say that every year and they're yeah, into the playoffs. But, but that's why I'd, I wouldn't pick them. This year because I'm they still have Russell it. Wilson. Yeah. This year I'm going with it. The, the Cardinals won't finish bottom. Well, I'm pleased for your opinion. I'm not going to give you any more money. I will mull that one over, and after week one, I'll make your decision, and I'll take you up on your bet. Nice, now or never. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. The Cardinals will finish bottom of that division. All right, there you go. That's a pound. So currently, I'm four pounds up. Excellent work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pleased with my day. This is fine. I haven't been four pounds up since before I got divorced. It's amazing. We can make this a gambling podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Quickly then, transitioning, because the Rams is a good place to get into this. We did our fantasy drafts over the weekend, so we'll quickly have a, a roundtable about our fantasy drafts. Jim and I have been at a strange loggerhead where we both wanted to make trades, but he knows I want Cooper Cup. 
he knows I've got Robert Woods, but I'm not doing a straight swap for two players that are more or less going to cancel each other out this season. He just wants George Kittle off my roster, and it's not happening. Um, I'm, I'm happy with Cooper Cup, to be fair. Yeah, as you should be. Yeah. But he hasn't got his college roommate there anymore. Who was that? Goff, Goff. wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. There was always this connection between them both, wasn't there, that they kept hinting about and talking about. I don't, yep. know. I don't know if that's You're going right. to be the same with Stafford. Now he's got a better quarterback. He's got a better quarterback. That's all that a wide receiver yeah, needs. Not necessarily a quarterback that's going to look to target him and look for him being open and being used to him well, being open. That's it. We're going to see. We're going to see. Who knows? So, anyone want to... Uh, Paul, that's disgusting. I can't even describe that for people who are listening. <laughs> safe to say, receiver and open were <laughs> the key <laughs> words there. Um, anyone pleased or otherwise with their fantasy draft... I'm think, delighted. Well, what, say, yeah. isn't everyone pleased at this time of the season? Surely everybody does what I do and looks at it and goes, oh, bugger. How the hell did I get Mike Evans so late? The man is a thousand yard receiver every year. Yeah, I think it's just because there's so much competition at the Bucks now that people go, you know, you can only spread it around so much. Godwin, was, Evans. But there was Antonio last Brown, season and he still got a thousand yeah, yards. Yeah, but Brown was only there at the end of the season last year. There's, so there's reasons why his stock has fallen slightly you know, in a PPR league, if he doesn't get as many receptions, obviously it's going to cause you a bit of a problem. I think my issue when I look back at both of my drafts really is that it was so difficult to try and balance, you know, fill in, for example, um, a good two wide receiver core, then a tight end, and then also making sure you've got a good stable of running backs. Yeah, picking it up was really difficult. Backs. And the running backs, after, you know, certainly after RB2, it was really difficult so this year I've gone with a much higher um, volume of wide receivers just because I'm, I'm planning to mainly use wide receivers in that flex role because I just don't think there's enough depth or enough confidence at running back this year. But it does make me feel very nervous that if I get a couple of injuries, I, I'm in trouble. So I don't reason, feel great. Yeah. Which is the reason I went three running backs in the first three rounds. Because I think last I spent most of last year trying to find a running back or two to put in my team because I had one. And then I had just big holes all over the place. So this year, I'm like across every fancy team league I play in, it's gone. I've gone running back first, second, third. Yeah, I mean the running back dearth is is an issue for. Yeah. for really, I, said I said dearth, not girth. <laughs> You're such a child. <laughs> it is an issue. Eddie Lacy. <laughs> yes, the running back girth. That's him. What a great nickname that would have been. Here comes the girth. Uh, yeah, that was the problem for everyone. I think we agreed that after the top 10 or 12 receivers, there's another 20 or 30 who are much of a muchness and you just stick a dart in the board and see who you get. And somehow I've still done worse at that than everyone else. But You've got Mixon and Cook. Yeah, Mixon. Running backs. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've done okay. But what I'm saying at wide receiver, I'm always thin. I just don't do a good job. But, yes, everyone is happy. Three weeks into the season, that's when it gets shaken up. That's when John's taking all the top waivers and starts winning the league. He's very good at that, isn't he? Sneaking in. Got time. If you, time were, if you haven't been and picked up Le'Veon so Bell. So everyone else. <laughs> if you haven't been and picked up Le'Veon Bell like John has, you should, uh, should go and do that. Because uh, he will be on a roster. PPR or otherwise, but PPR, he will be valuable, I think. Anyone got anything else they want to add? I was pleased this year because I like the... I I always do something stupid. 
Because I bank. You drafted a kicker in the seventh round. I got the best kicker on the board. I thought that was clever. <laughs> it was, yeah, fair enough. That was your only daft move this year, wasn't it? I don't think that was daft. Not comparative, no. <laughs> I was pleased this year that there is such a wide selection of wideouts. Last year, I took a gamble on Justin Jefferson. and My God, that paid off. So I was really pleased to get Devonta Smith and Elijah Moore. Yeah, that's fair. I think... Uh, Can I also mention that the, the NFL draft recaps are... Absolutely turgid. Oh, the ones that get sent out to your email. <laughs> yeah, they've um, they, they, they've shit the bed. Uh, quite frankly. <laughs> so basically, what it seems they 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 definitely go versus kind of average draft pick and rank, and they look at those, they chase his rank. They yeah. look at those things and go right. Well, where do you rank versus the rest of the league in terms of those? Um, and it basically just works off a very simple algorithm like that. So um, it just. Yeah, it's, it, it's not real, is it? It's a bit of a laugh when it comes through. Like I say, every year I get an A or an A+, plus and, and I've never won one yet against you fuckers. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's yeah, you, it's a bit of a laugh to have a chat about, but it's funny when you get someone with uh, Owen 14, like we had with Andy this time. So, <laughs> Is that what he got? Andy got yeah, an Owen, Owen 14, yeah. yeah. That's what happens that was, when you, you don't auto-pick. That was only a C, though. You only got a C for yeah, that. That's what happens when you don't <laughs> auto-pick. A C, Jesus. Well, we know it's... Dog shit because I got predicted to win in the dynasty league and there's more chance of of uh, the Cardinals not finishing bottom. Well, they, if you if you should you, yeah. should you had a fir- you had the first pick last year and the when, second pick this year and the second pick this year where you had you know you got Mahomes, but I'm terrible at Mahomes McCaffrey yeah I am terrible. But also, you're predicted to finish in a similar place to me in both leagues. Yes, we got the same predictions of the grade and yep. I'm just behind you in uh, dynasty. I'd be delighted to have you just behind me. That's right. anything else you want to mention before we sign off I'm going to take the silence as a no it's been wonderful to have you back Paul Um, I hope you'll be here again soon or uh, especially here this is your house you should be here (laughs) I live here (laughs) this this would be a good place for you to be Uh, thank you everyone else and uh, we'll be back again next week to review actual games hooray (laughs) night all